Let's get to the picks. Stop kicking the table. That's not unpopular. That's outrageous. Throw it in the Google machine. Father and son football talk. Hello again, everybody. Andy Kreisman here alongside my broadcast colleague, Drew. Drew, say hello to everybody. Hello. How are we doing this week, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? You know, I, I'm feeling pretty good. How about you? Feeling good. You're feeling yeah. good? You're looking good. You know, not that anybody can see you, but you know what? You're looking good. Gee, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. How are you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. What's new in school this week? Ah, uh, got a few... Big test coming up this week. Do ya? I do. In what? Got an ELA test. Got a math test. Had a science test last week. Science. Uh, social. I also have a social studies test. I think. Pretty sure. You think? Nearly positive. Nearly positive. Nearly. Partially. Partially, yeah. That's good. Good. You know, check the old Google Classroom. Mm-hmm. Do you like school? Well, sometimes. I wonder if any of your teachers listen to the show. I doubt it. I do, too. You wrapped up home skills. I have wrapped up home skills. You you sewed your penguin. Home ec, yep. So what was your favorite part of that class? Cooking. What was your favorite thing you cooked? Either the brownies or the pumpkin muffins. Fair. Fair. All right. And you've developed an affinity now for cooking. Well, I, I liked cooking before, but now I just cook more. What's your favorite thing to cook? Probably some dessert. You're a baker. It's very exact. You like the exact. Like you need exactly one cup of flour or two cups of sugar. Or I'm whatever. actually the exact opposite of that. I eyeball everything. You eyeball it all. Then you should be a cook, not a baker. Baking is very precise. Cooking, you can just kind of throw stuff in there. You don't wave your hand at me like I am just, just don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like Miss Vampata, she always told us to like dick take a different like measuring cup and pour it in the measuring cup because if you don't do that, the flour gets all packed and you have too much flour. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I don't do it, but <laughs> I still just reach the thing in. Drew, you're unreal. You're <laughs> unreal. So hey, listen, uh, let's uh, let's talk some football because <clears throat> that's uh, that's you know what that's, we do here. That, that's what we do here. Uh, so we were out last week. We uh, didn't get a chance to uh, make our way down here to uh, the basement studio and uh, do a recording. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, two weeks ago. We'll talk a little bit about last week. Last week was very disappointing. Yeah. Last week's football game was an abomination. I'm hoping the game this week is significantly better. Oh, the game in an hour. The game in an hour. It's even less than that because we're 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 going to see if we minutes. 48 minutes from now we're going to see if we can uh, get this up on to. Uh, I don't think get, we'll get it up before the game starts. Yeah, we'll make it. We've got plenty of time. If, you know what else you can do in 48 minutes? So just think of all the different things you can do in 48 minutes. <laughs> you can't think of a single thing you can do in 48 well, I minutes. I can. Uh, just, what is it, not appropriate for the show or what? Well, uh, I can take the soccer net sort of. Right next to you know, you can, nobody can hear you if you're like not looking at the microphone. Can take this what are you doing? Take a soccer nut. Now it's caught in the back of your chair. Can throw it. <laughs> Anyways. What is wrong with you? Football. Football. All right, listen, why don't we talk about last week's game? So why don't we do the last week recap, talk about the games uh, there, and uh, we will uh, 
We'll break down a couple of things from last week. You ready? Sure. On your mark? Get set, go. All right. So the Colts beat the Jets 45-30 to on a Thursday night football. The Browns beat the Bengals 41-16. to Cincinnati baby, Nick Chubb. You mean the Browns baby, Nick Chubb? Uh, baby Nick, yeah, did, did I say Cincinnati? Yes, you did. I, you know, because I just... I'm struggling. The Patriots beat the Panthers 20. Wait, I want to talk about Nick Chubb. Oh, my. I like Nick. Do you like Nick Chubb? He's one of my favorite players, yes. Yeah, I like Nick Chubb. 137 yards in that game against Cincinnati. That's correct. He also had like that six. He had like a 65 yard touchdown or something. I'd love to see him play. I'd love to see him in a Buffalo uniform. I would too, but that's a lot to ask for. Um, The Ravens beat the Can that be my Christmas present? I think every Buffalo fan would like that. I'm all for that. Uh, the Ravens beat the Vikings 34-31 to in overtime. The Giants beat the Raiders 23-16. to I really thought the Vikings were going to squeeze that game out against Baltimore. They were up by like two touchdowns. I know, and then half. Baltimore just... Lamar Jackson. But then Baltimore lost Thursday night to Miami. Yeah, that was pretty funny. The Falcons beat the Saints 27-25. to Matty Ice with 343 yards. So what's the story with Atlanta? Like, are they real? Are they what? Are the Saints just a total bust? The Saints are the most like unpredictable team ever. They can play like last year's Bucks, or they can play like this year's Detroit Lions. Like, it's not predictable. Hey, so good news for the Lions fans out there. Detroit did not lose last week. No, they. They lost. The it said Detroit. They did not lose they last lost week. Lost to the bye week. Alright, the Dolphins. The the only team that, that loses during the bye week, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> they literally go 0 and 18. They don't even always say 0 and 18. The Dolphins beat the Texans 17 to 9. The Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Buffalo Bills 9 to 6. That was ter- we'll talk about it. That, that game was so bad. Uh, the Broncos upset the Cowboys 30-16. to 16. Oh, my God. A lot of survivor pools, like, exploded last week. Our, our, didn't we our went from, like, 25 to 2 people in that survivor pool. And, unfortunately, you and I are not one of the final two. Uh, uh, but so many games got blown up last week. Chargers beat the Eagles 27-24. Herbert for 360 yards. I've ever told you I like Justin Herbert. No. Uh, the Cardinals beat the Niners 31-17. to Garoppolo with 330 yards. Is Arizona that good? No. Oh, the Chiefs beat the Packers 13-7. to The Titans upset the Rams 28-16. to The Steelers should not have beat the Bears. Yeah, listen... NFL officiating really needs to be looked at. And, you know, we're going to say this as a result, or we're saying this after the Bills, I think there were 14 penalties in that game last week against the Jaguars for yeah. 130 yards or something stupid. I, I'll pull it up in a minute. But NFL, it, I mean, the this, what was it? It was a roughing the passer call, or what was the call that kept like Pittsburgh? The 30 yard. No, I'm thinking, well, yeah, there was that, but that was in the Bills game, but the the Bears had that game won. Oh, where the guy accidentally bumped into the ref. Yeah, and he called it like a taunting, unsportsmanlike conduct. Like, it was like the dumbest penalty in the history of the NFL. And there have been some stupid penalties called in, in the history of the NFL. And all of a sudden now, the, the game's over. 
and now Pittsburgh goes from giving up the game on fourth down and the game's over and Chicago kneels on it. Now they're giving up first and ten. Pittsburgh goes down the field, kicks the kicks the field goal, and wins twenty nine to twenty seven. But the Bears got hosed. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, that was the last game. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the Bills. All right, Drew. Do you have the uh, you have the game information in front of you from last week? I do, in fact, have the game information in front of me from last week. In fact, so just an absolute disappointing football. I mean, not a single touchdown scored in this entire game. No. Tyler Bass and Matt Wright. It, it was a game of field goals. Uh, five field goals in in total kicked in this game. Just a total snooze. I, I do want to talk about the the officiating because I it, it was atrocious. You had the Bills had twelve penalties for one hundred and eighteen yards. I have here in front of me. Yes, twelve penalties for one hundred and eighteen yards. Jacksonville had eight penalties for fifty four yards. Um, Jacksonville was two for thirteen on third down, and I reckon they got five first downs off flags. I was just going to say a lot of their first downs came off of flags. They were two for two on fourth down. The Bills failed uh, on their one and only fourth down conversion. But you're right, Jacksonville had a lot of drives that were kept alive as a result of penalties. In no situation, I'm sorry, it just shouldn't happen where you have twenty penalties called in an NFL football game. It just shouldn't happen, and to get like. Is it, there were like four or five unsportsmanlike conduct penalties in one game. Yeah. Stupid. That should not happen. And was it Land Clark, who, whatever he probably does, you know, is, uh, well, they actually have, inf- they have information here about the officials. So this is interesting. Well, you know what, let's, uh, but Land Clark was the, um, he was the referee. It was his crew that was uh, there in the game. It's his fifth year. As a NFL, no, it's his fourth year as an NFL official. Um, what well, used to be a, a field judge and a side judge now is a is a referee. Um, interestingly enough, when he did, they actually have percentages. This is interesting. Fifty percent of the time, well, it's almost it's almost perfect. Fifty seven fifty percent of the time, the home team wins when he, when he's the referee of the game. So, Mind you, his home is, team is Jacksonville. Well, we don't know that. We don't know where the guy's from. For all we know, the guy lives in. Oh. The guy could live in Poughkeepsie, New York. He could live anywhere. Um, but just just very poorly done. The game the game stunk, and I think in part the game was as bad as it was because of it, the the referees just got flag happy. And when games get flag when 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 the guys get flag happy, I shouldn't say guys because there are uh, female NFL officials. But when the officials get flag happy, it it kills the momentum of the game. It's it's terrible to watch and I think this was a prime example of how the NFL officials really just dictated this game. And and I sound like you know the the Bills lost because of the officiating. They did not. The Bills played an absolutely horrific football game, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But NFL officiating it really needs to be looked at because these um, they really can dictate and determine uh, an NFL football game. We were talking about earlier with the Pittsburgh Chicago game. 
Like one call can dictate the entire game or one no call can dictate the entire game. I mean, there had to be – who's the – not Josh Allen. The Who's the other defensive end for Jacksonville? Oh, not Josh Allen? Not Josh Allen. Who's the other guy? Oh. oh what's his you know, Josh name? Allen had a career game that oh, he put name? himself on the map. Um, I, I don't know, but all I know is the, the opposite. Jack. Yeah, was literally offside like every play. Yeah, he jumped like – I, 17 times. Yeah. Never called. In fact, at one point, Josh Allen thought he had a free play and just kind of threw it away. There was no flag, and then he runs over to the official, and then the then Allen gets flagged for his personal conduct because he was he saying, you didn't throw the flag. Like Everybody, 63,000 people, everybody in the joint knew he was offside, no, except for the seven people on the, on the field. Yeah. Very poorly done, and it's – the the NFL refuses to invest in full time officials because uh, all of these guys and gals they all have real jobs they work nine to five jobs you know Monday through Friday and get on a plane on a Saturday or whatever day that they're uh, officiating and they they go to the stadium they do the game and then they go back home and it's not um, it's a part time job for them. Only professional sport, which ironically is the wealthiest of the four professional sports, is the only one that does not invest in full-time officials. Um, very sad. Just very sad. NFL, get it together. The The people you're putting out there, this crew that did the game last week was terrible. Under no circumstance should you have 20 flags in four unsportsmanlike iconic penalties in a single game. It shows that you have no control over a game. And these guys are running amok, and you feel that you have to throw flags to keep things in order. And that's that, that's a lack of game management. That's a lack of feel uh, by these these seven individuals that, that officiated this game last week. That's my rant on officials. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't disagree with that. I mean, there have just – and not even in just this game for the Bills. Like, on the, the Tennessee Titans game. There were so many holds that the Titans had on offense that weren't called. Like, on Henry's, like, 80-yard run, there was, like, an obvious hold on Poyer. That dude, like, grabbed his shoulder pad and shocked him to the ground, and there was nothing called. Like, there have been so many flags this year, not even just in this game, that have changed the, that have changed the momentum of the game. It's just it's so poor. It is poor. You're 100% correct. And the NFL needs to do something. It's, I mean, nothing's going to get done this year. But something that I think they really need to look at in the offseason is officiating. You know, they have the instant replay, which has gone back and forth multiple times over the years. They've had it. They've gotten rid of it. They've brought it back. Now they have coaches' challenges. They just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But it still just doesn't change the lack it everything is so um everything is subjective i think some of the the issue with a lot of the rules in the nfl is that you know pass pass interference it's subjective holding it, it can be objective but again it's a pretty subjective call and then there are just some stupid stupid penalties that nobody understands ineligible man downfield yeah um the the dolphins play where the offensive lineman would have scored the touchdown but they called um Illegal man downfield. Right. Like. Nobody understands that. Like, that is a penalty that nobody understands. I mean, I definitely respect this penalty, but I feel like they call it too much, and that's roughing the passer. Like, sometimes, like, 
The yeah, game, don't touch your quarterback. I'm going back to last year. They should just make him wear red shirts. This changed a lot of this changed the whole game last year. But the one of the night games, the Seahawks Cardinals. Bobby Wagner's running at Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray throws it. And Bobby Wagner hits Kyler Murray because he's running full speed. And you can't stop a guy running full speed at 250 pounds to just stop all his momentum. Yeah. Right I mean, in front of the quarterback. Yeah, and these are big dudes. Like you say, you know, you're 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 six foot and six foot change, six foot three, six foot four, you're two hundred and fifty pounds. You're not stopping on a dime. Yeah. Uh I feel like that is uh same with um horse collar. I feel like horse collar like doesn't get called as much as it should. Like I remember some and I feel like I guess this wasn't really a horse collar, so I can't say much about it. But if someone grabs you by the neck and tackles you, I feel like that should be some flag. Like, I feel like you shouldn't be able to tackle the person by their neck. Well, typically, if they grab the shoulder pad, either by the front or the back, that, that should that, that's a horse collar. Yeah, like, but if like you're sometimes grabbing the if collar they just grab it like this and they just throw them to the ground. Yeah, I know. I, I get what you're saying. Um, again, just so much subjectivity. If we make it a little more objective, it it's... It can be easier to it can be easier to manage and less criticism. I think the the problem that the NFL has and NFL officials run into is so many calls and so much of the game is subjective. Make it simpler. I'm gonna go back to the Jacksonville and Bills. Yeah, go ahead. Right go back. back to the game because now we can start picking apart the Bills this and talk is, about how stupid the last they thing were. I want to say, but before we do that, um, the first drive were Jacksonville's first time with the ball. They were on. They go three and out. There, it's like fourth and thirteen or something. They're on their own like twenty yard line. They're punting from like the five yard line. Then for some reason, like minute after the whistle, a flag comes out. Yeah, this is what got Papa fired up when we were watching the game with him. He still talks about it to this day. It was a week ago. He's still talking about this. I don't remember what the flag was, but they gave him. 30 yards or something in a first down. Like, they were at the 20-yard line on, like, 4th and 13. Next thing you know, it's 1st and 10 from the 45. No, that's why they scored their field goal, their first field goal. Officiating played a role, uh, without without question. All right, let's get off the officials because we could sit here and spend an entire show talking about the, you know, the, the poorness of NFL officiating. But let's talk about the Bills game for a minute. I mean, let's uh, officiating aside, they were horrible. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to say they, because our defense, I think, played phenomenal. Defense played phenomenal. But our offense, I mean. Not even just the our off- offensive line. The offensive line. The front five. Could not do any. Like, if Deion Dawkins couldn't block. He couldn't block anything. Couldn't I mean, block Josh Allen. He, he literally. He, he couldn't protect Josh Allen or block Josh Allen. Um, it was awful. Like, Bodiger, uh, Mitch Morris. At one point, I think I saw somebody go in. They had a replay on where you had Dawkins, Bodiger, and Morris, like, triple-teaming one guy as a linebacker came in out of nowhere and took Allen out. Yeah, that was Josh Allen. Where he just he was looking, he was just looking from behind Josh Allen. And it might have been one of the on. fumbles. It, it was just they're they were a little banged up. Spencer Brown is back this week, so he's going to be you know resuming his 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 place on the offensive line. 
So that's a plus. And Dawson Knox, who is a significantly better blocking tight end than Tommy Sweeney. Okay, I just found the stats. For Those the are two, two key pieces. Josh Allen was pressured 41 times that game. Josh Allen was running for his life every time he touched the football. Like, he had 47 passes, 41 of them he was running for his life. And, you know, he, he took a lot of heat, like, well, he played like a rookie. And, you know, he went back to his – he made the stupid – when he threw that interception to Josh Allen. When you have two seconds before you have to start running, it's pretty hard. To Which, play. here's what I didn't understand. And I know it's real easy for us to sit here and to play Monday morning quarterback, to, you know, after the game is over. But also, what I, I only got sacked four times. Here's so. what I didn't understand with that. Now, again, I'm just a guy who has a microphone and a Chromebook and access to the digital airwaves. Help me understand why we wouldn't transition play calling from having Allen drop back. I mean, he was in shotgun the entire game, which made sense to me because he was literally running for his life, and he's he's got a cannon, and you drop him yeah, back I an extra four or five yards. Why not do, like, quick the quick slants? Yeah, the, the one drive. Didn't they, understand this. They came out of halftime. They did it for one drive, and they drive 50 yards. Like in, and then stalled when they got to the red zone. And then, yeah, because they kept running the ball. They just kept running it right up the middle, and they couldn't do anything. So I guess what I'm hoping for to see in this game against the Jets today is the quick slants. passes. Hit, you know, and you can't wait until the fourth quarter to give Stephon Diggs Out the ball. Slants, you can't wait. I mean, Stephon Diggs did not – he's the best player – He's the best offensive weapon on that team for Josh Allen, and did not touch game, the yeah, but did not touch the ball until the fourth quarter. Yeah, you cannot have your offensive weapon not be used until the start of the. You just can't do that. You you will lose football games. Now I'm not Brian Dable. I don't look like Brian Dable, and I I don't even know what Brian Dable knows, and he's far better at that job than I am. But I just don't understand why would you not dial up the quick slant. Line, just to develop, just to develop a rhythm, and to get Allen some time to gain some confidence. Because let's face it, he he had to be back there and just had to be wondering, like, what what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What Allen, am I going to? Because legitimately running for his life. You could also see if you were watching the game, Allen had his uh, bicep cut open. You could see blood on his sleeve. He's a tough dude. You could see blood all over his sleeve. I did see that. Uh, yeah, I saw the picture uh, post game. He literally had a cut, probably about a inch and a half wide, of and there was blood gushing. I mean, an inch and a half long. Like the cut. If it was an inch and a half wide. He'd be getting stitches. No, not an inch and a half wide. It was like inch it was and a normal half long. width, but it was yeah. yeah. So an inch and a half long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. Um, so I'm hoping to see some of that today. Now let's let's talk about this. Running game. There isn't one. No. I'll take up the running stats. Uh, Buffalo. Had Josh four. Allen. Josh Allen had to be their leading rusher. Yeah. Besides Josh Allen, um, fifty. The Moss and Singletary had twenty-two yards. Allen had fifty. On nine carries, they uh, Singletary and Moss had twenty-two yards. On five carries, Allen had fifty. And Allen had a twenty-two-yard run. Singletary's longest run was five yards. Moss's longest run was seven yards, but he had so many loss runs for a loss. Zach Moss, he had three carries for six yards, had one run of seven, but lost yardage on the other two. I'm just not a I, I'm not a I'm not a Zach Moss fan. 
And I'm not really a big fan of Devin Singletary. They're just too small. I just think we need a bigger running Well, back. I mean, I don't know if... Um, well, maybe that's not... I mean, Derek Henry... Listen, Derek Hen- the, your Derek Henrys of the world are you know the, these freaks of nature. I don't know... I don't know how legitimate. Or I, I mean, Derrick Henry isn't growing on trees. Yeah, here's the thing. So maybe I worded that wrong, but what I'm saying is, if you're, a, I feel like if you're a smaller running back, you shouldn't be doing halfback dives at the middle, which is just full power. You just mm-hmm. gotta try to run through them. Yeah. You should be doing. I agree. Pitches to the side, stretches to the side, counters to the side. Just get to the edge and run, cause they're they're pretty fast and elusive guys. They just can't. You just can't like break a tap. They're not stronger guys compared yep. to the defensive linemen. Yeah, it's uh, it's just frustrating because uh, essentially when you become one dimensional, I mean the defense can just you know they they drop seven back, rush four, and if they can get pressure and our offensive line you know couldn't block me. And these guys get they're unabated to the quarterback, and Allen's got to run for his life. And the defense is dropping seven with four wide receivers. Those guys aren't going to get separation because there's four of them and the and seven backs between the linebackers, you know, and your safeties and corners. You're not getting open. Yeah. Nice. So they've got to be able to find a way to institute some kind of a running game. Two things, they but have. still got to rely on the pa- the pass is your bread and butter. Yeah, I think there's two things. The offensive line just has to, the offensive line just has to give Allen more time than two seconds. Yeah, they must play better. And the Singletary and Moss, they got to get runs to the outside, not these halfback dives and out right up the middle. Like halfback runs to the side, pretty much is what I'm saying. Is your yeah, way. run your sweeps, run your counters, you know, go off tackle. But yeah, I agree. Kick it out. You know, stop it with the read options. I'm not a big fan of the read option. Yeah. Well, I'm a fan of it if it's like his first time doing after one time. Yeah, you can't be running it five, six times a game. Like one again, time it's good, but yeah, Brian Dable, that. stop it with the read options. Run it once, maybe twice. Move on to something else. Don't do them in the same. Dr- Allen had four in the which game was it? The Titans game where he had like four designed run plays in one drive. Yeah, like just bad idea, bad idea. Now. Looking at injuries for this game, I was checking this out. So just to shift to the Jets here a little bit, uh, Zach Wilson will not be playing. Uh, apparently, uh, Joe Flacco and uh, Mike, White. Mike White will be sharing the snaps. Um, I'm interested to see what that's going to look like. Uh, so you're going to quarterback by committee, apparently, it sounds like, is what the Jets are going to do today. Uh, Shuma Edoga. He's a tackle. I don't know. He's out. Who? Yeah, who? Yeah, he's out. And then a couple of questionables. Biggest one, former Buffalo Bill, Shaq Lawson. Uh, the biggest one, I think, there's Corey Davis. Corey Davis, uh, who, uh, who is one of the uh, Jets wide receiver. receiver. Yeah, so he's he's questionable. Uh, for the Bills, the only uh, the only no we, we know for sure is, is out is uh, Jermaine Edmonds. Uh, A.J. Klein will be stepping in first time. Klein and Milano will be paired up uh, together. Uh, in the game today. That was a big talk uh, on local sports radio talk this week with, with Edmonds being out, Klein playing alongside Milano, uh, and they really should be a pretty good pairing together. So, um, you know, Klein, a lot more like Edmonds, that in-your-face kind of a, a solid run stopper. Milano, a little bit more of the 
pass you know, defense. athletic and can play the pass defense and, and, and do and do some coverage. Uh, that is not AJ Klein. So the Jets, if the Jets are going to try to capitalize on that matchup and try to see if they can get uh, Klein in space and see if they can put him into some coverage type of situations and try to exploit that. I mean, that would that would be a good strategy for the. Um, for the Jets to try to utilize today. Zach Moss is questionable. Um, got taken out of last week's game against Jacksonville with a concussion, uh, but he did clear concussion protocol this week, so he is questionable. Don't know if he'll play or not. I Personally, I don't think it matters. Does it matter if he plays? Meh. That would be a no. For, Dawson Knox is playing. That's huge because Dawson Knox, I mean, being out the last two weeks – well, I shouldn't say that because he did play. He got hurt in the Tennessee game, uh, but didn't complete the game. But being out last week, you could tell that was a significant loss, I think, for the Bills because he does very well in helping support and block the run, uh, and has really turned into a great pass catcher uh, for for yeah. Josh Allen. So uh, we'll we'll definitely see him uh, get the ball today. So that'll be fun to watch uh, to see him back again. Edmonds is out. And uh, Zach Moss is questionable, but did clear concussion protocol after getting hurt in the game against the Jaguars last week. All right, uh, let's talk for a minute about the Jets. For today, what's biggest biggest things for today for the Bills? I mean, obviously, outside of the offensive line. I mean, you said that earlier. Uh, that goes without saying. Any other things that the Bills need to focus on today in order to be successful? Oh Yeah, I definitely think the O-line's the biggest thing, but I think the other two big things are quick passes. Yep. Is one of them. And then um, switch up the runs. Like, don't just run the full bet. Just don't run the runs up the middle. Like, switch up your switch out. Like, you can run runs up the middle, but just switch it out with outside runs as well. I think today, too... And if the Bills have – if the offensive line plays better, I don't think the turnovers will be an issue. I mean, last week the Bills had three turnovers. They haven't turned the ball over three times all season, and they had three turnovers in the game last week. So hopefully uh, they can, um, you know, avoid the turnovers today. Uh, if the line plays better, Allen has some time. Again, hit those quick slants. Hit those things early. And I think if they can make that happen, they'll be in a much better place. Again, the Jets – what is the Jets' record? Two and six. So the Jets aren't good. Now, so mind you, Jacksonville. Jacksonville is terrible. Um, so hopefully, what they can they they can put some things together and, and they can really rally. I mean, I know they had that emb- embarrassing loss uh, when they lost to Pittsburgh that opening week and then came back the following week, you know, with with a vengeance. So I'm hoping that this week is more of the same. Um, all right. Uh, I'd like to talk like some statistics, like team statistics. Sure, go ahead. Jacksonville was thirty second in the league for takeaway differential, and Buffalo was first in the league. So Buffalo is plus eleven, and the Jets are minus twelve in takeaway differential. Um, then again, their quarterback Zach Wilson before he got hurt was on pace to throw like thirty interceptions. Might even been more than that. Um, Buffalo is first in defensive passing, and the Jets are four in, um, fourth in rushing defense. The Jets are 29th in passing uh, defense and the 27th in rushing. They're 32nd in the league for points allowed, allowing nearly 32 points a game 
and scoring roughly 18. The Bills, on the other hand, are first in the league for points allowed and fourth in the league for points scored. So that's all Def- I, I mean, to talk about. the Bills have just they're, – they're a very experienced, they're a veteran group of guys on the defensive side of the ball, especially in the secondary. I mean, those guys are so in sync with each other. You know, White and Poyer and Hyde. Um, Levi. Yeah, Levi Wallace, you know, uh, Taron Johnson. Taron Johnson playing? He's not on the injury report. Oh, I thought he, thought he got hurt. Yeah, I didn't see him on the injury report. Oh. Um, but I agree with you. Like on the defensive side of the ball, they they are solid, and they've definitely had some hiccups. You know, on the offensive side of the ball. Hopefully, again, they can get that turned around because you're not winning if you're not scoring points. And we saw that last week. You, you scored six points. Now, the Jets are that team where they tend to play up. Like if if they're playing. Uh, you know they're they're playing Tennessee, they're playing the Bills. They 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 could potentially play a better game. You know they, but then when they play, you know, like the, tight- the junker teams, like you know Denver, they because who the Jets poorly. beat the Titans and who was the other team they beat? Cincinnati. Cincinnati, okay. So they've beat two teams. More two noteworthy, teams. yeah. Two, yeah. I mean, we're, we're the adversaries for sure. Anyways. Yeah. Well. So, like I say, the they they just couldn't they, they couldn't be bothered with those lesser teams. Uh, but you know, they 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 tend to play up. You know, they they played Tennessee and they played Cincinnati and and they came out and, and surprised them. So, I'm hoping the Bills I don't think the Bills are going to go into this game taking anything lightly, especially after the embarrassment of uh how they played last week. Because uh, they probably thought they were just going to march into Jacksonville and just kind of walk in, show up, throw a few passes, and call it a day and go home, and it would be, you know, 28-7, to 7 and you know, have a good day, and we'll move on to the next game. So maybe it'll be a wake-up call for them. Let's hope. Uh, but, boy, I'll tell you, they, they just can't afford, can't afford another crappy game. Just can't afford to have it. Yeah. So, all right, let's, uh, let's do the weekly picks. Oogie. Okay, this week's picks. We got you put six games in here this week. Yeah, you, you added one. That's fine. We'll do I six. Did? You probably didn't realize it, but yeah, you put six in. But that's fine. You got oh. five plus the bills. Normally, do four plus the bills this week. You put five. There's some good games this week. Uh, nice day to be uh, watching Red Zone. Uh, all right, so Drew, first pick uh, game that's going to kick off in about ten minutes. Saints and Titans. Uh, I like the. Uh. I think I like the Titans here, even with Henry out. I would take Tennessee because I just think Julio the Saints. Julio Jones is also out. I just I I don't know what we have. I don't know what the Saints are. Yeah, the Saints are. You know, out. Alvin Kamara is not playing. Jameis Winston is. I don't know what Jameis Winston is. Is Jameis Winston playing? Isn't or is Jameis Winston out? He got hurt last week. Is uh, what's what's the kid's name? Taysom Hill. Yeah, he would start. I'm guessing. Yeah, maybe he, he would be my guess. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know what the Saints are. I don't even know if the Saints know who they are. Uh, but I definitely like Tennessee in, in that one. All right, what's next? Hold on, I'm looking for Winston's status. But the next game is the Chargers and the Vikings. I'm always – I'm no, taking – Jameis Winston's not playing. He's not playing? No. I'm taking Herbert. I, I, I take Herbert all I take Herbert all the time because I, I like Herbert. I'll take the Chargers because the Vikings are just like the Saints. They're – uh, not really. You don't know what you're getting. Yeah. 
Seahawks Packers. I think this is the best game of the week. This is the game of the week. Who do you like here? Aaron Rodgers isn't playing again. Did he get something happened with him? Russell I Wilson's back from injury as well. Um, do I'm gonna look at Rodgers' stats. I didn't think Rodgers was playing. I wonder if Adams is playing either because he was on he had COVID last week. Well, I know in Rodgers had COVID. Well, he had COVID last week. So I know he. Uh, uh, Rogers is playing. He is playing. Let me look at, and so is Adams, so they're both playing. And then, um, is Wilson game, is also back. Is it game in Green Bay or is it game in Seattle? Uh, I'd have to look at that one. I believe it's in. No wait. What is that? It's in uh, it's in Foxborough. Not not fine. Lambo. Oh yes. <laughs> All right, so Packers are home against. I'm gonna take the Packers. I think I am too because, with, uh, especially with um, well the Packers also lost last week to Kansas City. I don't remember, but they didn't have they're like two best players. Uh, Browns Patriots. I'm going Cleveland. I'm going New England. Really, I like it. New England's why? Why? Way. Why are you going with the Pats? I mean, listen, the Pats are hot Pats right are, now. Yeah, Pats are doing really good right now. They're on a winning streak. And in fact, actually, if they win today and the Bills lose, I think they're first in the division. They are. That's that. That would be a true fact. Um, but I, the Bills are not going to lose to the Jets. I'm picking the Bills next. Yeah, I'm too. And then Falcons last last game you have here is Atlanta versus Dallas. I'm gonna go Dallas. Yeah, I am too. I. I, I like the Falcons. I think they're the, the Falcons are like the Saints. We don't know what they are. Yeah, and especially with Ridley out. So last time we did uh, picks, we were both finished four and one. So you for the season are fourteen and seven. I am twelve and nine. So uh, can potentially make up ground here in one game uh, because we do have one that's different. I am taking Cleveland, where you are taking the Pats. Really going uh-huh. with the Pats? Yeah, good for you. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right, are we are we going to do unpopular opinions, or are we not going to do unpopular opinions? I don't have one. I don't know if you do, but I mean, I wanted to do the. I know awards. you want to do the awards, but it's we don't have the time to do that right now. But it's something we can do for next week. Oh, we have a visitor. Hi, Jules. Hi. What should do? What you want? Um. Can can you, okay? Can you let brother and I t- have two minutes here and finish this up? Yeah, but can you? Do in a, I will be up in a minute. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Great. Thank, thanks. Goodbye. Thanks for coming. And we got a new f- dog. And for the first time, we did. We Earlier did. this morning. We did. What 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 are you doing? Don't don't be swinging that around. We did. What's her name? Lucy. What does she look like? She's a black and white golden retriever. She's not a golden retriever. Or a golden doodle. Golden doodle, yes. So Lucy, the newest addition to the Crazeman household as of this morning. She's should be probably sleeping upstairs. She I think she is. Yeah. So uh, all right, so listen, we were going to we're gonna pass on the unpopular opinion this week. Um, I'll save mine for another day. Well, we're gonna do the uh, and we'll do the awards. So week. it's fine. My my unpopular opinion will remain unpopular. 
Uh, but we will uh, we will pass on unpopular opinions this week. So what do you say? Should we just wrap it up? Uh-huh. All right. So no no fancy sound effects or anything like that. Uh, go Bills! It is uh, kickoff is about kickoff, to start. kickoff is in about five minutes. So we're going to throw this up. So this probably won't make it up until just after the game starts. Um, but we are going to head on upstairs and turn on the football game and cheer on our Buffalo Bills. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Drew. And we'll talk to you hopefully next week, assuming everything goes according to Hoyle, on Father and Son Football Talk. Take care, everybody. Goodbye.